Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Mid a rise in shoplifting, Lowe's is using a new 400-pound egg-shaped security robot to patrol parking lots at some of their stores. Listen, if I want to go to a hardware store with no human employees, I go to Home Depot. Russia is reportedly restoring hundreds of decades-old Soviet tanks to use against Ukraine amid a shortage of weapons and equipment. Oh, they are struggling. Next, it's just going to be any way to trick out these t-shirt cannons. I read that uh, Kraft Heinz is delivering new Lunchables directly to school cafeterias across the country. Every divorced dad is like, oh, but when I give it to them. <laughs> Don't forget, two Lunchables counts as a dinnerable. Microsoft is set to hold a future of work with AI event, and this is scary. None of the executives can remember organizing it. Well, Paris Hilton's new book, Paris, the memoir, hit the shelves yesterday, and it includes a story of Paris's inappropriate relationship with a teacher when she was in the eighth grade. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah, she doesn't name the guy, but she says he was handsome and young, uh, had a very Abercrombie look, as she put it. Mm-hmm. This was at a Catholic school. I didn't know they had male teachers at Catholic schools that were all girls. <laughs> they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's that's just... When you're the only, when there's only a handful of men in the building, I can imagine at that age when girls are, you know, kind of boy crazy to begin with. Oh, and she said that the females all lusted after him, even the nuns. Yeah. (laughs) But Paris was the one he had his eye on, and he even told her he had a crush on her. Eighth grade. Did we know? Okay, so she was 13 at a time. When did we get to know Paris? More around the age of what, 18, 19, 20? Yeah. I think that was like when her and like Kim Kardashian and Nicole Richie and all of them started hanging out. They were legally adults by that time, though, weren't they? They were legal adults and they were just almost 21. Because I'm trying to remember if we even even knew Paris at 13. Was she a 13-year-old that looked 22 or did she look like a... Not a, not that any of this matters, you know. He totally inappropriate. I don't think so. I mean, but I feel did like she? She's always kind of. She probably dressed older, but the reason why none of us really knew much about her was because her parents sent her away, 
to these schools growing up. These boarding up. schools. Yeah. Because her and Nikki would get in trouble all the time. Because they remember it was Nikki and Paris Hilton were the Hilton sisters. Yeah. She says, quote, he made me feel noticed in an, in an important grown-up way. He flattered and teased me and said that all the other girls were talking about me behind my back because they were jealous. He asked her for her number, and they would talk almost every night. And then one night, when her parents weren't home, he came over, pulled into the driveway in his late model SUV. She hopped into the passenger seat, and then they kissed for what, in her words, what seemed like a long time and seemed to be evolving into something more. But before something more could happen, Paris's parents came home. Mm. So they drove off, but but when the the teacher dropped Paris back at her house, her parents weren't fooled. After the school year, they sent Paris to live with her grandmother in Palm Springs, California. And Paris says she never told anyone at school, but somehow they seemed to know. They could pick up on that. And oh, apparently... Yeah. The teacher's reputation did not suffer. To this day, Paris is just, she has no idea how he never got in trouble. Hmm. And everybody knew about it. Yeah, I don't, it says to this day, Paris doesn't seem, to, oh, Paris doesn't seem to know if he ever got oh, in trouble. okay. Yeah, I would think she would have heard about it if he did. Or found, yeah. Or don't you think she would have been tied to him getting in trouble? Or would have gotten questioned. Or like, that's exactly yeah. right. Somebody would have said, hey, yeah. come on in here. Well, in her words, she says, my parents never volunteered any information, and I never asked. But I assume the fear of bad publicity would have prevented them from making a scene or pressing charges. So it's very likely nothing happened. Wow. But seeing as how she's going to write a write about it in a book, you'd think she would have asked him about it. Mm -hmm. Hey, whatever happened to that guy? Yeah. Surely there's somebody out there that knows. Right. Or she would, you know, research or find yeah. a way to see what he's up to. Yeah. Because you wonder if Paris was the only one. Probably not. Oh, probably not. Well, and yeah. after she left, I mean, yeah. you figure maybe other people were interested in that situation. Yeah. Which is sad. Oh, I'm sure he could find plenty of willing Young women, no question. You know, we that. had a we had a guy in our school who I always suspected because a teacher, yeah, because you know he was also like very young, very very young, like fresh out of college, yeah. like just got 22. his teaching certificate. Young, yeah, he was driving a hot red, brand new at the time Pontiac Fiero, Ooh, hot car, and. All of the girls lusted after this guy. Yeah. He was a biology teacher. Yeah. And, you know, they would just hang out in yeah. his classroom. Yeah. And he would just be holding court. He You could tell loved he attention. loved the attention. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We had one, too. He was a, a PE teacher and a coach, like an assistant coach, straight out of high school or straight out of college. And yeah. I there might have been some stuff. Going on there with him. We had a female teacher. Uh, she taught Spanish and French. And the year she ended up dating a guy, a former student, like a year after he graduated high school, oh, they wow. started dating and ended up married. Hmm. Yeah. 
We have two people from my high school that married teachers. Really? Yep. And they're like, one of them has now married, divorced, married, had kids divorced. And then the other one has now married. Actually, there were three now that I'm looking back <laughs> on it. Um, two of them married, kids divorced. One of them married with kids, still married. Come to think of it, one of my best friend's parents, he was a student teacher, and she was in high school. No and kidding. They, as, soon, like, as soon as she graduated, they got married. Wow. I went to an all-boys Catholic yeah. school, and I think the teacher I had for science would unbutton and show a little cleavage yeah. or sit on the corner of a desk yeah. with her skirt open a little bit. But I think she just did it. Solely to get guys' attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Listen yeah. to Take me. Notes. Look, I'm, I'm up here. To Listen to, you about to the me. Pythagorean theorem. I'm up here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's so crazy to me, though, that I felt that we like, all had a story. Well, and also, I felt like everyone knew about it, and nothing was ever done or said. And then they just got married, like yeah, at 19 years old, 18 to teachers. Well, what, what's so wild about it is I tried to put myself in that position, and I was just so naive at that age. I mean, even at 20, and I was in college, and I went out on two dates with a guy that was 25, and he felt, like, so old to me. And I was just really, I wasn't comfortable with it at all. I felt like a child compared to him. Right. So I couldn't even imagine getting myself into a situation. I mean, I had plenty of crushes on older guys and crazy wild fantasies and ideas and daydreams like all girls do but never would i have uh, if if they would have made a move on me i would have been i wouldn't have known what to do there's something about it though for some women that like an older man yeah they just do yeah and it's not necessarily because of daddy issues Mm -mm. because there are some women who i know who were old souls that were just attracted to the maturity that men of her age didn't have at the time yeah yeah and that happens a lot, I think, when women are in their 20s and they are dating men that are also in their 20s. And they're like, these men are just so they're- immature. <laughs> I have to go older. I just, the, yeah. the, the, the boys my age are so stupid. I can't. <laughs> I just don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. It's true. Yeah. All right. So John Wick, the guy that directs those movies, Chad Stahelski. No, I just heard an interview him yesterday yeah yeah he was talking about why hollywood still uses real guns because uh, yeah yeah how yeah the alec baldwin situation that people are like why why well he said it says it's simply a, a money issue it costs too much to switch to electric guns they were used they did use electric guns in the john wick movies with gunfire added in post-production using cgi he told the Hollywood Reporter, there's no reason to have a live firearm on set. For prop houses, armorers, or supply houses to switch over, it would make their entire stock of real firearms useless. You don't need firearms. The alternative is just going to cost you more money. Wow. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've heard the other side of the argument where, you know, in a hundred years of movie making, you could count the tragic incidents on one hand. Well, this guy, Chad, he uh, he has a personal connection to this because he was a stuntman and was actually a double for Brandon Lee on The Crow. And that was the movie that Brandon was killed on by an on-set prop gun. Right. Mm. So. Could have easily been him. Yep. Yeah. Well, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey are moving in together. 
They starred together in HBO's True Detective. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think they're buds. And now they're teaming up again on an unscripted show for Apple TV+. Plus. Can we just call it a, a reality show? Isn't that some <laughs> kind of what an unscripted show is? Well, I think that that has a stigma to it now. Oh. Reality. You don't want to. This is a, like a step above. I see. Yes. Yeah, the premise is a little tired, but with these two, it, it could work. Woody is going to move to Matt's Texas ranch where they and their families will attempt to cohabitate. Uh, and they're going to do this over 10 episodes. No word yet on the title or start date, but according to a press release, it's a heartfelt, odd couple love story revolving around Woody and Matthew's strange and beautiful bond. I want to see the two of them sitting on a porch getting high and just talking. I want to, I just want to watch that. You want to see that strange and beautiful bond. I do. I want to hear their conversations because I bet they're hysterical. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like the battle of the minds happening there. Yeah. There will be a lot of depth. Yes. And I just think, yeah. Sure. And I think that would be really fun to watch. Yes. <laughs> to hear what they discuss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you, if you missed the Juno Awards on Monday night, that's pretty much Canada's version of the Grammys. And they're usually pretty boring, but there was a moment in the ceremony this year that was kind of fun. Avril Lavigne was on stage, and she was introducing a performance by an artist named A.P. Dillon. And a topless protester jumped on stage. She had environmental messages written all over her body, like, save the green belt. And it took security a really long time to get to her and get her off the stage. And while all of this is going on... Avril is yelling at her, get the F off, get the F off, B word. And then she <laughs> flicked her boob. Oh. She flicked her boob. Like flicked her nipple. Flicked her. <laughs> hmm. She just flicked her. I watched the, the video of it. They allowed her to stay up there. For a while. Way longer than <laughs> I felt like they should have allowed yeah. her. If it was indeed this random act. Yeah. Like if it was planned, that makes way more sense. But yeah. she was up there for what? 15, oh, 20 maybe, seconds. At least. Yeah, and then they just... Well, and you feel like, like watching award shows, you feel like security would be just waiting in the wings to take someone off stage, and no one is there. Yeah. It's just very odd. So, I mean, was she just... She's on jeans, but then, like, her body, she's topless, the, the protester, uh -huh. and then it's got, like, words written on the body. Yeah. I wonder if they don't have security up close to the stage, because most everybody that's close to the stage are celebrities. And they don't expect Crowd a celebrity to, yeah, crash the stage. That's how Kanye West got up there for the MTV Awards oh, winning. Yeah. And, you know, that's how Will, Will Smith. Smith got up there. Next time we're at an awards show, we should crash the stage. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But usually, I mean, if they even allow the general public in, they've got them so far away. Like at the Grammys... We went to the Grammys once. Right. We were oh, like. Oh, we were in the nosebleed. Yeah. Yeah, but for the performances, sometimes they let seat filler fans come up closer to the stage. Yeah. To make it look like, like it's a concert. Correct. That's and true. And then also sometimes um, artists will request to have like a platform in the back of the room where they're surrounded by yeah. other people. Yeah. So maybe that's how. But this girl, obviously, I mean, she's like in the stands, in the like as a part of the stage. Uh. I could see Jen doing that at a Rick Springfield concert. <laughs> totally. Yeah. He's coming here. I got to oh, get no. tickets. He's going to be, I know he's going to be at the casino. Um, real quick, 
the internet uh, put out a list of the 49 funniest movie insults of all time. And there are some kind of funny ones for, that I've never even seen because I haven't even seen all these movies. But they're noted not for the popularity of the movies, but just for the creativity of the insult. Yeah. And, you know, some of these are really interesting. Like from the movie The Mist in 2007, here's a quote from one of the characters to another. I'll tell you what, the day I need a friend like you, I'll just have myself a little squat and poop one out. <laughs> yeah. uh, from Parenthood, I wouldn't live with you if the world were flooded with pee and you lived in a tree. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Uh, how about this one from Shrek? You dense, irritating, miniature beast of a burden. <laughs> All right, let's try this. Do you have the bell? I do. All right. Let's see... I'll, I'll pull one from the 70s, see if you can identify the movie. Your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberries. Monty Python. Yeah, I was going to say You got it. sounded like Monty Python. Uh, okay, how about this one from the 1980s? See if you can identify the movie. Does Barry Manilow know that you yes. weighed his wardrobe? Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. That's right. All right. Here's that was one. Judd Nelson. It was. It was so Judd Nelson. That movie. Did you think so? Oh, yeah, girl. He made me like the bad boy. Yeah, he was the bad boy. Oh, I know he was. Yeah. Would you like Emilio's character the, more? I or did. You, oh, no way. Too clean. You, you liked the, she liked the well, football player. Well, I liked player. the job. Or the wrestler. He was a wrestler, wasn't he? I think he was a wrestler. He was a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's one from the 90s. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Oh, that's a Toy Story Buzz movie. Yeah. Yep. 1995's Toy Story. And let's see if we can identify this one from the 2000s. I thought this was the hardest one. Your face looks like Robin Williams' knuckles. <laughs> that was Seth Rogen, I think. It wasn't was it? Seth Rogen. Do you, do you know the, which movie? No. Oh, McLovin. The McLovin movie? Nope. What? Knocked Up. Knocked ah, Up. That was a funny movie. Yeah. Paul Rudd. Anyway. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that. There weren't any short circuit. I'm bringing it up again for the first second time in a week. Your mother was a snowblower. All right, let's check the roads. We got Denise here now with your latest Q102 Travis. Travis. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. How you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Pretty good. All right. Good. We want to send you to the museum center. You just got one little thing you got to do here first. Got to tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, okay? Okay. All right. So is it A? Woman attacks cheating husband with large eggplant. Is it B? Guy catches co-worker eating his lunch and attacks him with a frozen banana. Or C? A woman was arrested for felony battery with an avocado. Uh, C? Yep, it is C. It's the avocado today. Yeah. All right, Travis. Yeah, 39-year-old woman in Florida. Name is Carlene Biswanger. She's facing a felony battery charge for allegedly striking her 68-year-old boyfriend in the eye 
with an avocado. Yeah, I okay. guess those things can do if they're not very ripe. I was going to oh. say, that could really hurt. It could yeah. hurt. It happened at their apartment on Sunday evening. It's unclear why the boyfriend was beaned, but I'm assuming there was some kind of argument there because she also hit him in the arm with a metal hanging rod. Yep. Jeez. Carlene was arrested for battery, and it was upgraded from a misdemeanor to a felony because the victim is older than 65. Okay. For what it's worth, she denies directly striking him, whatever that means. Any avocado might give you a black eye, but you're right. Some are harder than others, depending on how... Ripe they are. Ripe. However, the police report did not specify if this avocado was overripe or underripe. Also, what about the large avocados? Those things. Yeah. Some of those are massive, man. They get pretty big. Heck yeah. Probably safe to say it was not perfectly ripe. Because they never seem to be. <laughs> Coming up. The parenting advice no new parent wants to hear. And how do you feel about splitting the bill evenly? Some of the day's news that didn't make the news is coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.